Essays into the Lively Lexicon, Through, by Steve Bostrom. A new leader came to an old company. They had been selling drill bits for a century. When he was shown the company's share of the diminishing bit market, he replied, There's no market for bits. Our market is holes. Drill bits were needed only as long as bits were the best way to make holes. For long, the company was making holes that were better, cleaner, safer, and cheaper with lasers. The CEO was focusing on the ends, not the means. Let's focus on the end, too. For us, to accomplish our dreams, we will need to go through many obstacles to the end. Through. Our word comes from Old English. Among ten other possible antecedents for through is the Dutch word door. Fascinating. O-U-G-H words like through may vary widely in pronunciation like dough, rough, thought, through may be confused with its cousin thoroughly, as in thoroughly a rancher and a rancher through and through. But there's a lot we like about our single syllable word through. A thoroughbred is a horse that has the breeding to go through life with agility, speed, and spirit. What hope we have when there is a breakthrough. Bosses love it when we follow through. We are relieved when we see through deception. And with imagination, there is much that we may see through, even Alice's looking glass. Sometimes through is contrasted to our limitations. When Paul was describing love to the Corinthians, he wrote, Now we see through a glass darkly. Chapter 13, verse 12. Spiritually, we may be blind or we may have developed cataracts. God help us see through. As a pastor, I found that through often speaks to people in grief. God will help you through the sorrow. At times, we desperately grab hold of David's words in Psalm 23 when he tells us God walks with him through the valley of the shadow of death. Through. Some of us are not achievers. We have other strengths and might assume that the power to go through grief and difficulty belongs to someone built differently. We wonder, is there an enduring courage, Hemingway's grace under pressure, that can sustain any of us? How could David be so confident that God would go with him through the valley of the shadow of death. For hundreds of years, Israelites had been belting out songs that recounted a crisis, when a thundering horde of Egyptians was bearing down on runaway slaves, the Israelites, whose escape was blocked by the Red Sea. Then, Psalm 66.6 says, The Lord turned the sea into dry land. They passed through the waters on foot. Astounding. The Hebrews wrote song after song about that great deliverance. Your path led through the sea, your way through the mighty waters. Psalm seventy-seven nineteen. I spoke with a mother who years before had given birth to quadruplets. Now her four were preparing to enter college. I called to ask if she would counsel a woman who had learned she was pregnant with triplets. Of course, was her response. 
This brave mom told me that she had first learned that she was carrying four children. She felt like the Israelites at the Red Sea with the Egyptians coming. God, you have to make a way through. He did. And so she called out to him day by day, God, you have to make a way through. After the rescue at the Red Sea, God helped the Israelites through again. He went through the wilderness with them. So they sang more through songs. Psalm 68, 7, you went out before your people, O God, when you marched through the wasteland. The psalmist sings, God brought his people out like a flock. He led them like sheep through the desert. Psalm 78, 52. And what was their response? The leader called out, Give thanks to him who led his people through the desert. And the people responded, His love endures forever. Psalm 136, 1 and 16. Such history, such rejoicing, may call those who are suffering to hope. And those who are rejoicing may need to go and weep with those who weep. I once met a sprightly older man, late 70s, early 80s. We had both attended a lecture. Afterwards, our conversation ran deep. As an infant, this man simultaneously contracted two serious diseases. The doctor visited his parents' farmhouse but held out no hope. The little boy's mother had already lost other children to disease. With deep groaning, she poured out her soul in prayer like Hannah's prayer in 1 Samuel 1, 10-17. And God spared her son's life. Like Hannah, she encouraged her son to go into the ministry. And he did. And he and his wife raised six children. And there were challenges with churches. He even had the sad duty of closing one. Then came the great challenge of his life. After their children were raised, something broke in his wife. She became dangerous. On numerous occasions, she tried to take her husband's life. Finally, his daughter helped him make the call that led his wife to being committed to a mental hospital. Once, after he had visited his wife, a doctor came to him with a request. Sir, Following your visits, it takes days for your wife to settle down. For her well-being and ours, we ask you not to visit your wife. Here was a man with a story. So I asked, what good has God been in all of this? This one who had thought much about life and recently had been thinking about the care of words with unwavering voice replied, God has gone with me through all of this. This is the word you need for your life, through. Will these words drill through the scabs, scars, and calluses of your heart? Isaiah wrote, chapter 43, verse 2, When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. When you pass through the rivers, they will not sweep over you. When you walk through the fire, you will not be burned. For I am the Lord your God. I love you. 
God being at work in us is faith that goes through, hope that goes through, love that goes through. What is our end? Now we see through a glass darkly, but then face to face. Now I know in part, but then I shall know even as I am also known. With Jesus, there is a way through. Sucking out some of the marrow nourishment from the bones with you, I am Steve Bostrom. P.S. For further reflection, the passage above, Isaiah 43, continues, I am making a way in the desert. Hebrew word for desert is midbar. I am making a way in the desert and streams in the wasteland. Wasteland is also midbar. That they may proclaim my praise. The base of midbar is debar, word or speech. And debar has several prefixes. When using a form of debar with this prefix, mid, to describe the desert, the sense apparently is this. This place is inhospitable to words. It is uninhabited, unworded. This place is a place where your voice makes no difference. You are abandoned, forlorn, inarticulate. Sometimes our lives feel like mid-bar. But according to Isaiah, even the vast, howling, wordless desert does not overwhelm or silence the capital W word. Even there, the capital W word makes a way. He makes streams. With God, there is a way through. God will not be gagged. For example, our first parents succumbed to Satan in paradise. After fasting 40 days, Jesus resisted Satan's temptation in the wilderness. He goes through even the wilderness to accomplish his purpose. The authors of the New Testament used a word that means hyper-endurance. As we expect, it describes Jesus. Let us run with perseverance, the race marked out for us, fixing our eyes on Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of our faith, who for the joy set before him, he hyper-endured the cross, scorning its shame, and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Consider him who hyper-endured such opposition from sinners, so that you will not grow weary and lose heart. Hebrews 12, 2 and 3. Jesus gives us this through power. It describes Job, James 5, 11. The kind of love Jesus gives us hyper-endures all things, 1 Corinthians 13, 7. It hyper-perseveres in tribulation, Romans 12, 12. And James 1, 12 says, Blessed is the man who hyper-perseveres under trial. For once he has been approved, he will receive the crown of life, which the Lord has promised to those who love him. Hyper-through. Hyper-through.